This. Anybody who knows me knows I was cocky out of the womb. <laughs> it's early break with Sip and Jay. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Weekday mornings from 6 to 8 on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. a quick break from Nebraska football to talk about something that has some some good hope for the season right now. Nebraska basketball has their first game upcoming soon. They lost or they beat, excuse me, Colorado on Sunday, 82-67 in a game they dominated all the way through. We're joined now by Husker Online's Robin. Robin, good morning. Thanks for joining us. Um I, I guess let me ask you this. Did you expect anything like that outcome on Sunday with Nebraska Really holding you know holding the lead big time the whole way through against Colorado. Yeah, I mean, I guess you wouldn't rule anything out just because of all the unknowns about this. I'm surprised. Um, you know, I think in my prediction piece, I picked Colorado to win hmm. just because you know they were uh, you know, widely considered off the limited uh, analytics uh, preseason analytics that were out there to be and one of the better teams in the country. You know, the I think the AP had them and their pre-was receiving vote right around 35. They were 35 in Kempom uh rankings going into the year and so they did lose some pieces from last season's NCAA tournament team, but they also brought a lot back and added uh one of the top recruiting classes in the country. So that was a formidable challenge and like you said, uh, dominated the way that they did. I mean, they never trailed in that game. They led by as many as 27 points. In the second half, uh, that was like, uh, and I wrote this uh, as big of a statement as uh, you could make in a October 31st charity exhibition game. So, um, you know, pretty optimistic year for for this program. Sort of the talk, Robin Washington of HuskerOnline.com during the preseason was this team is going to be much closer in terms of personnel to what Fred Hoiberg wants on offense than his other teams. That seems. I think the best way to picture that is, okay. for one, uh, you, you see uh, they have their playmaker with Alonzo Verge, okay. the point guard. Um, he That's where it starts for me. For, for one, he is so quick off the dribble, and it is Im- almost impossible for anyone to guard him one-on-one. He has the ball at the top of the key. Nebraska spreads out his offense, and uh, you know if you don't devote another body or two to the lane, he's going to have a high success rate uh, at a layup. But the, the issue now is Nebraska actually has some shooters. Um, there was You could, uh, Colorado's bench, when, when Verge would drive and kick out, you'd hear them yell, shooter. And they did that for about four different guys. Right, at right. Point. And, and when they yell shooter, that means in the scouting report, they hide this person as a legitimate three-point threat. Right. And so that, I think, is the perfect picture is you have this guy that Tad Boyle said that you know, they've, known, they've known he's a hell of a player for, for years going back to the time at Arizona State. Running the show, who you have to, uh, you know, commit more than just one guy to stop. Uh, otherwise, he's going to blow by you for a layup. Uh, and then, you know, three or even four other shooters. Him. And that's a very difficult task for any uh, opposing defense to be able to have to account for that much firepower. And, you know, the key is those shooters have to make their shot. And they did uh, against Colorado. And when, when, the perimeter shooting is at that type of level. Like I said, that's that's about as difficult of a task as any opposing defense is going to face. Let me ask you this then, Robin, regarding Nebraska. You mentioned that you know at Colorado they were yelling shooter for a couple guys there. I, I'm curious, will this be a good three-point shooting team or an inconsistent one? I think 
good. Um, there's going to be off nights, but there's also going to be nights where they're unconscious and they hmm. boat race a team that they might either be, you know, uh, evenly matched up with or even uh, a bit of an underdog just because that's what three-point shooting does. That's why the game of basketball has evolved the way that it does because it can totally change the course of the game. And when you look at the, the number of guys that are capable of going off from three-point range, uh, I mean, they can legitimately have five three-point shooters on the floor at one time. And so that that's a dynamic that Nebraska basketball hasn't had in a long time. Uh, you know, they've usually just had like one, maybe two guys yep. that are even capable three-point shooters. Well, now they've they've got a whole roster full of them. And I, I think that in itself gives gives you better odds to have better shooting nights than you know, like I said, there's going to be nights where it's it's just off. That's the, the nature of the game. But I think more often than not, you're going to see them. Uh, you know, I think the, the last couple of games they've averaged around you know 11, 12, three pointers shooting right around 45, 50 percent from from behind the arc. That's pretty darn good. Now that needs to carry over. But the fact that they shot that way against Colorado with their length and athleticism shows that that's that's certainly capable of carrying over. Uh, and when the calendar turns to December and, and those high major opponents start coming in. This is a, a question that can, can give us a better idea about Nebraska. But what did Colorado what did Colorado look like to you, Rob? You cover basketball at a high level. You watch a lot of big – I mean, you watch everything. What did Colorado look like to you? Did they look like a top 40 team? Well, like I said, it was hard to say because, you know, they, they did not play that well or at least Nebraska played that much better. But from a physical standpoint, mm-hmm. in, in seven footers, they had uh, athleticism. They had a, a lot of length at at every position. To where I think they had like six or seven guys that were six eight or taller. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so mm-hmm. there's there's a reason why they dominated the boards that way. I mean, they had 23 offensive rebounds, and a lot of that is just because they had bigger, longer players in the front court. So you know, I, I think that kind of was maybe the most important thing at all is that Nebraska faced a opposing lineup that is going to be at least somewhat similar to what they're going to see in the Big Ten. And yes, like we knew, they're going to struggle on the glass. And that, that was a real issue that I, mean, I don't know how you how you solve that, but they've shown that they're capable of countering that uh, against that type of physical challenge You know, in terms of height and length. Uh, that you know, they were able to, to basically just outshoot it and outscore it and uh, counter the deficiencies they might have on the defensive glass to uh, you know be able to, to like I said make up for it with with their high powered offense. Robin, always great insight. Thanks for your time. We will chat with you again next week. Sounds good, guys. See you later. Good the job. Husker Online's Robin Wash again. Nebraska, yes, eighty-two, sixty-seven victors over Colorado in a game that I wish it counted, but it didn't count. Right. Because it was an impressive win. It would be yes. a nice win for your resume to have that. Well, I think it's important for those guys. It's a good confidence booster. Um, oh, it's absolutely that. It has yeah, to be. Yeah, the, yeah. I, I would think so. I mean, I How can it not so. be a confidence right. booster? Right. And I think it – you know, I think that surge of energy this time of year when you've been practicing a lot and not playing a lot, I think that can be really important. So I do think it was important. Even though it was an exhibition, I do think it was important. Yeah, I, I, I still walk away not surprised that they won, but just the way it right. went. I mean, they led by 27 points at one time. Gino. And it, it just looked easy. Their, their passing was great. They made open shots. It was beautiful. 
I mean, they got sloppy toward the end at times, but right. when they when they had that big lead, uh, they were doing everything right. It was clinical. Yeah, you're not. Um, I thought maybe you would react with more z- excitement. Well, it didn't count. Is the problem right? If it, if it said 1-0 and o Nebraska after a win against Colorado to start the year, there's a lot more excitement because it actually it counts in the resume. You're not always that grounded is what I'm saying. <laughs> I've been grounded by other things that have you know, detracted me there. All right. Let's play the game show. Let's do it. Give us a call right now, 464-5685. Your chance to win a business box of bagels to Bagels and Joe. Today is a topic I think Sip will do very well at, but don't be scared of him. He can slip up once in a while on this. Home states of current Huskers. Oh, gosh. Home state oh, of current, current Nebraska football players. Current. Yeah, current ones. Yeah, I got to tell you, the callers, I want to tell you something. I'm better at with former, actually. Well, I think they know that. Yeah. Current guys in the team. Where? What states are these guys from? 464. 5685. Shut up, Sipple. Starts right now. We've all been there. You're listening to the radio, and then that rage starts to grow inside of you. It starts to consume you. It gets to a point where you just want to yell, Shut up, Sipple! <clears throat> no, sorry. I'm sorry. Well, here's your chance. It's time to shut up, Sipple. Call now to play 464-5685. Shut up, Sipple. Brought to you by Bagels and Joe. Don't be scared. Give us a call. 402-464-5685. Who who knows uh, the current, uh, the home states of current Husker football players? We got a caller. Harrison's getting lined up right now. You say you don't feel great about this. Not great. I feel better about former Huskers. Home states for some. So, reason. is there like a particular time frame you feel best about? From 1995 to when's the cutoff? When's the cutoff? Um, 2015. Okay, <laughs> that makes about sense for this program. So, understandably so. Uh, I don't know how I would do in general with these ones or ones in the past. It's like for these guys, how they do in college. Yeah, you you have a different kind of job than I got. That's correct. Clint, how do you feel about home states of current Husker football players? Oh, not too bad. Not too bad. All right, Clint. All right. Thanks for calling. Yeah, thanks for joining the show today. Absolutely. All right, Clint, first question goes to you. What state is outside linebacker Jamari Butler from? Jamari Butler, I want to say, is it Alabama? Mobile Alabama is good correct. job. Yes, a one zero lead. Good job. I would I, have I would have gotten that one, but I was a little bit hesitant. I wouldn't have had it if you had asked me that question. But I asked to you. So all right, one zero lead for Clint to tie it up. Your first question. Zip, what state is defensive back Miles Farmer from? I uh, I mean I he has to be from the state of Georgia. Is he from Georgia? Georgia is correct. From Atlanta, Georgia, actually. All right, for the lead, Clint, your last question. What state is running back Ramir Johnson from? Jersey. He's from Oradell, New Jersey. Okay, this is... is, Did you have that one? Yes, absolutely. All right. For the tie, sip your last question to force the tiebreaker. What state is defensive end Tate Wildeman from? from the state of Colorado. 
from Parker, Colorado. So we're going to the tiebreaker. This goes to Clint because it went to you last time. So you'll go over under Clint's answer. Clint, question to you. What is William Pristup's listed weight on the official Husker football roster? Um, Nebraska's punter, William Pristup. What's his listed weight? Really random. Well, that's how it goes to the tiebreaker. That is very random. Um... What you get? The punter. I what? Think he's a, I think he's a bigger kid, though. So uh, I'm gonna go. I don't know. I, I'm gonna go two ten. Two ten. I, I mean, I was on the elevator with him the other day. No, Harrison. He's way over two ten. Over. <laughs> 250 is what they list him at yeah, on the roster. I, I, 250 seems really high. He's way bigger than 210. Yeah, he's way bigger than 210. Uh, Clint, nice try. We'll get your bag on the coffee, but call in down the road. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank good, you, good, Clint. Good, good game today. Good yeah. game. Two, yeah. you got, both, got, both got your questions right today. Yeah. What is the record? Uh, Harrison's going to scribble the record on the 22 and 17, maybe? 22 and 18 since the reset. That's right. So I'm, I'm I just, I'm just want to stay way over 500. 22 and 18. Thank you, Jake. That was a good game. Well, congrats to you. Thank you. Uh, I'll accept a nice, that. nice win today. Thank you. By the way, because you won today, you are not looking for a job, but someone out there might be. And I have an, op- I have an opportunity for you right now. My job was Ready on for the this? line. Is that what you're telling? Uh, if you want a, a great job that pays well place in town called Continental Conti Tech. They they start at 2172 an hour in a in production operators and some select jobs get up to 2342 per hour. This is Continental and Lincoln here. Okay. 75 years of doing business. Okay. Four generations of families have worked here. It is a career, not just a job. Nice. Again, nice. starting pay twenty one seventy two. Some start at twenty three forty two. You, you can grow into wages up to twenty seven fifty five or even twenty nine twenty nine Per hour. They have salary jobs, great benefits, medical prescriptions at low premiums, and they have dental, vision, and life insurance offered at no premium cost to the associates. Go to continental-jobs.com for more info on jobs. Keyword, Lincoln. Again, that's Continental Contitech paying some good money off the bat Thank there. Thank you for that, Jay. You're welcome. When we come back, we will bring in Happer and Schaefer for the spillover on Early Break on the Ticket.